I'm Kira. And I'm Sarah. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to Decommission. Smackety smack. Smackety smack. Yeah, uh, that's, <laughs> that's going to sound really bad out of context, but... For Sarah and I to sync up, we clap. So maybe I'll just keep the clap in there so that people know. But uh, yeah, I just wanted to say slappity slap to yakety yak because I don't want to talk about this movie. <laughs> it's funny because it's been a couple days since we watched this movie. We watched it on Friday night, right? No, we watched it on Thursday night. Thursday night. <laughs> See, I can't even remember what day we watched it. We, we watched, watched it, it Thursday. Thursday night and now it is Monday Yeah, the next week. So it's been a while. I mean, luckily this movie had, like, no meat to it, so there's not a lot to forget slash remember. Today, the movie is Cloud Nine from 2014, our first of two 2014 movies. Ah, right, because we forgot last year. Yeah, starring Dove Cameron and the short kid from Minutemen who got really tall and hot. I could not believe it when you told me that. I I can see it in his face, but it's... So weird! So weird that it's the same person. He was so tiny in Minutemen. He's so tiny He's and so dorky. large now. Large. Yeah. I, it was, uh, my jaw dropped and it stayed like that for a bit because I was like, woo. Yeah, because you weren't explaining why your jaw dropped. I'm like, Kira, what's going on? I what did you learn? I was shocked. I was shocked. Because I mean, like, I knew he looked familiar because I was looking at him and I was like, you're familiar. Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? It's me, Becky. I have no idea what that's from. It's from Drop Dead Gorgeous. Oh. Which I've shown you Drop Dead Gorgeous, yes? I don't think so. I've never shown you the the fake, the mockumentary about uh, uh, beauty pageants in Minnesota? I don't think so. Oh my no. god, what's wrong with me? That's one of my favorite movies. I, I, there's a part in it where uh, there's an ex-Miss uh, Minnesota teen beauty or whatever it's called. And she talks about how she goes, oh, I just love these pork sock sausages so much. In fact, I love them so much. I work here now. And I say I work here now all the time. Um. Anyway, oh, we have to oh, watch Drop Dead Gorgeous. I don't think it's streaming anymore. Anyway, add, add that to the list. The, the non-existent list that I should have made. Well, I mean, we talked about two movies last week and you don't remember what they are. No, I mean, like, you know, like, every week we talk about a different movie. We should start so, writing them down. Ever since we started this podcast, I've, I should have been writing the movies down that you say that I should watch. Okay, but is it streaming? I own it, but... Oh! <laughs> but it's on, it's, on is HB, it? it's on HBO Max. Ah, I do not have that. I have HBO Max. But if Max. there's a my dad, my dad, child. My dad also has HBO Max, so, um, congratulations, you have HBO Max. It's so funny. Like, so it's kind of a cult movie because it came out in 1999 and was not well met by critics. But over the, like, once it came out on, um, like, home video, that's when it really hit its stride. It's just, it's so funny. It's so good. I love, I love a good mockumentary. I love it. Like, A Mighty Wind is so good because I grew up on folk music from my dad. And the amount of just really subtle references to things in folk music is mm-hmm. so funny. Oh my god. 
Oh, it's so good. I just, I love mockumentaries. I wish there were more because what's odd though is that I really don't like mockumentary TV shows. Yeah. Like I don't re, I don't like The Office. But I was just going to say that controversial for it is a lot of listeners, but I never got into The Office either. Specifically, I don't like The Office because I really don't like cringe humor. I don't yeah. like laughing at people's mis like I don't like I don't like watching fails like I don't like that it's just not for me. So like when when you know Steve Carell or whatever is doing something that's like really embarrassing, I don't like it. There yeah. are a couple things from the office that I think are legitimately funny. Uh Randall Park as Jim, that bit is hysterical. The fire alarm one where Angela goes save bandit and throws it through the ceiling, very funny. I also really don't like Jim and Pam. I really don't like Jim. He's really toxic and gross, and everyone's like, Jim and Pam forever, and it's like, no, he's bad and creepy. See, you even know way more about it than I do. I just, I've tried I've to watch it try to so show much. me episodes here and there, and I'm just like, I, I just, I don't I've tried it. to watch it. I've tried to watch it all the way through. Like, I've tried, and I always stop, because I'm just like, it's not funny these people are unlikable. There's like a couple of characters that I love. I think Creed is so funny. Like I, I if there was a show just about Creed, I'd be I'd be gold. I'd be ready to go. But I just mm, there's just so much of it. And I don't dislike Parks and Rec, but I watch Parks and Rec like every so often. It's not like one of my go-tos where I'm like, yeah, it's time to watch Parks and Rec again because I also I listen to Amy Poehler's audiobook and left a really bad taste in my mouth because the way that she talks about like interacting with fans and this really creepy the she has Seth Meyers record part of her audiobook with her and they're like it's a really weird where they're like <laughs> like laughing with each other and it like lasts for a really long time I don't know it just it, mm. it left a bad taste in my mouth and so I was like I don't really like it and also Aziz Ansari left a bad taste in my mouth because of him being creepy and so it's just like eh. There are a lot of things I do really like about Parks and Rec. I do like Parks and Rec substantially more than I like The Office. I've never actually watched an episode of Parks and Rec. Because everyone who's like, oh, oh, if you like The Office, you'll like Parks and Rec. I'm like, I don't like The Office, though, so I'm just not even going to try Parks and Rec. I mean, the main reason I like Parks and Rec better is because it doesn't have as much cringe humor. There is cringe humor, but it's it's it has its moments. Like, there's a part where they're all... uh. Leslie is running for city council or something, and she's doing a speech, and it's on an ice rink, but there's no way to walk to it. There's, like, a tiny little carpet, and then they have to, like, slide on the ice, and, it, and it, the song, Get On Your Feet, is playing. And that's very funny. I still don't really like it, though, because it makes me... I have secondhand embarrassment from it, but it's it's yeah, very funny. Yeah, I was going to say, the secondhand embarrassment, we both... Yeah. We both get that. Yeah. So... So, yeah, that's my feeling on those. Anyway, back to Cloud Nine. Cloud Nine. I feel like we went into Cloud Nine before we knew hopeful. who was in it with low expectations. And then we heard Dove Cameron was in it. And our expectations yeah. got a little high. We're like, okay, Dove Cameron. We like her. And then they were dashed expertly, sir. So yes. Cloud Nine, according to Disney+, Plus, it's TVG. It's from 2014. It's an hour 28. And it's sports. It's not even a romantic it's comedy. Sports. It's just it's just sports. sports. Jeez. I mean, it is very sporty. It so is. The big blurb is high atop snow-capped mountain. I'm going to start that over. High atop snow-capped mountains in the world of competitive snowboarding, two unlikely friends, Kayla Morgan, a prima donna snowboarder who has just dropped from her com- 
competition team and Wheel Cloud, a former snowboarding champion who is struggling with a career-ending wipeout, must overcome self-doubt if they want to move mountains and win the upcoming fire and ice snowboarding competition. Move mountains, get it? Uh, it's not even on a mountain. It's it's on it's it's like a half pipe. It is a half pipe. Oh. Uh, the small blurb is: Two unlikely friends must overcome self doubt to achieve their dreams. Okay, they're not friends. They're not friends. I, I do That's like that. Yeah, two unlikely friends. It's like nah, they're not really being friends. more than friends. They're more than friends. They go from not liking each other to yeah. romantic interests real quick. <laughs> liking each other. Oh my god. So All that kissing. <laughs> okay. So here's. here's <laughs> I had to block my eyes. It was so corny. So. Here's the big blurb. So, what is her? What are their names? I don't remember their names at all. Kayla and Will. I just and read then it. Nick yeah. is the oh uh, handsome bad Squidward boyfriend. Um, yes. <laughs> okay, yeah, so so Kayla is on this competitive snowboarding team with her boyfriend and a couple other people, and they're the head. The, the head honcho is big. They win everything. And she's, yeah, so her boyfriend's on the team and his name is Nick and he looks like handsome Squidward. He's a really weird looking dude. He's got one of the uh-huh. weirdest jaw lines I've ever seen. Anyway, so she's this spoiled little rich girl and they all, everything's around this resort on the, in the mountains and her dad owns the resort. And so she learns that her dad has actually been paying people off so that she can win in the female categories, which is sad. Like that's so a sad. sad thing to learn. And so, after, well, I just squeaked my voice somehow. After learning this, she had already been kicked off the competitive team because her boyfriend had told her to go skiing down this dog sled, and she was left on the dog sled and broke this really famous sign. And so she has to work at the dog shop that Will's mom owns, and he works at, and she has to learn to like the dogs. And then she remodels the dog shop or whatever, and then is, and then he teaches her how to do a cloud nine, which is his signature move that he died on. He didn't even die. He, like, hurt his leg. I'm peeking my mic so much. I'm sorry, but I'm just like, I don't understand. This movie's a mess. And so she joins up with Will and his two friends, and then they fall in love. And then they win the fire and ice, and she gets a perfect score, and she does the cloud nine. Wow! Oh, I also Wee. forgot about the girl. There's a girl that they get to replace Kayla on the competitive team, and then she ends up dating Nick. But no, they're cool now. It's fine. They understand each other because they both trying their best. Yeah, oh. there's a there's a lot. That there's so much more. There's more to this movie too. Like there's a lot that happens in this movie that doesn't. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. Oh, it doesn't matter. Oh, it's so much. So There's a part where they're in this weird... So her, I guess her house has this pool that like has a waterfall that like and a window. And it's like really fancy. And she and Will are just in that pool together like talking when they're... They haven't even like... I don't know what they are at that point. They're like coach and student. And their mom's like... And her mom's like, time to get out of the pool, guys. Oh, and then they're like, okay, ma'am. And it was just really weird because it was like, why are they in this pool? Why right. is this scene a bunch in of random pool? scenes that don't need to be in there. Why? Why? Yeah. And then the ending was just like, the- I feel Dang. like they should have spent more time on an epilogue. Sometimes, oh, some I more time summing up epilogue. the ending of it instead of giving more time before the final competition. 
I don't know. The timing could have been a lot oh, better. Such a mess. Also, okay, so Will is supposed to have had this career-ending wipeout when he is fine. But guess who comes back to snowboard? Yeah, he's fine. He's not, his career is not over. It's more of like he a, joins their team. Right. It was more of like a a PTSD yeah. blocker from him. It was on, like a was, career ending career ending mindset. Yeah, he was embarrassed that he yeah. fell during this you know overzealous move. And it's just dumb. It's dumb. This movie's dumb. And I didn't want a dumb movie. I wanted a good movie. I will say, though, my spoiler for my feelings on this movie, but this movie's still better than the ones we've watched prior to this in the last, this bad streak. Exactly. It okay. was nice to have one that was better than those, at least. Yeah. Because I would, out of all of the ones we've watched lately, I still would watch this one first. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I'm not saying by a lot. But by enough. Oh, oh man, I thought I was talking more about... I, I thought I talked about the description of this movie for a lot longer than I did. I was like, I must have been talking about the description for like five minutes. I must have been talking for an hour just about this movie. Oh my god, am I, am I 80? Is it 2049? I almost said 2014. You're going to be went, 80 in 2049. That's math uh, is yeah. hard. I didn't want to be eighty. I, I've, I'm eighty. I can't do math. <laughs> don't laugh at me. Don't laugh at my senility, Sarah. I don't know. I love this new voice that you got, though. I'm old. Let me be old and let me die a wrinkled raisin. A raisin in the be rain. Your new nickname in my phone is going to be wrinkled raisin. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. So Ethan and I. Hold on, let me uncork my water here. Ethan and I have this ongoing thing where we change our names in Facebook Messenger all the time because you can you can change your nicknames. Mm-hmm. So right, now, I don't know why we why we didn't do that till two days ago. You changed the theme and your know. and my name, and I'm like, oh my gosh, why haven't we done this? We had we had changed the theme before, and it changed back because I remembered it being different. Right. But my we changed so the, Ethan the, and, the um emoji that we changed. Yeah, you changed it to the wizard. wizard. So, so one thing I don't like is that if you change nicknames, it doesn't keep a history of it. Um, but Ethan's nickname for, for, for my nickname for Ethan in Facebook Messenger right now is Gut Bucket. I don't even know why. I was gonna say I don't remember why. No, I just really like the term Gut Bucket. Because it's just, it's, we were talking about it somehow. Like, we just pull things out. Like, for example, I at one point, I think when we were living in Japan, I was in his phone as my squirrel friend. Because oh, of all the squirrels uh, that are there? I don't even know. Like, I don't even know. We we forget what they are. I, there's a part of me that's like, oh, we should be writing these down. But then it's also like, oh, who cares? I'm talking into my water bottle and it sounds weird. I don't even know if my mic is oh, picking it up. she's 80 years old again. I'm 80 and I've got one brain cell. Which of those do you think is true? It's both. Oh, man. Man, we really should be recording after after I'm done with work. Yeah, all the we time, should. I, <laughs> I have, like, no energy today, not... so I'm really happy that you have so much energy for an 80-year-old. Yeah, I'm kind of... Ah, I've got two new hips. They're not my bones. They're someone else's bones that they shoved on in me. What? I don't know. 
I was t- so I love my grandma. I don't know if I've actually ever talked about my grandma. This sounds like a weird non sequitur, but it, it does make sense because my grandma has, I think, two fake hips, and uh, m- she's my my dad's mom, and I always. <laughs> So my mom is very East Coast and my dad's family is from the South. And my mom, growing up, her parents were both called by their names. Like there was Grandpa Joe and Grandma Joyce. And my mom always called them Joe and Joyce. My dad sometimes calls his mom Margaret, but most of the time he calls her mom. And I'm not even saying mom like that. He goes, mom, mom. my mom, mom's in, mom's something, something. Mom needs a new chair, blah, blah, blah. I like my dad now has a New York accent. Ah, my mom needs a new chair, even though my dad is from Illinois. We should just have a whole podcast on all of your different voices talking to each other. Oh, I made a... Sarah, my thesis from college was called I'm Just Talking to Hear the Sound of My Own Voices. Did you do that? I mean, it wasn't... That's not what it was, but it was was a... It was about the history and present and future of animation voiceover. Uh, and I did do some things. I was like an old wizard at one point, but I don't know where I got this stupid, like, I'm a gaga thing from, but I don't know. It's how I've coped with a lot of stupidity in my life. But it's, anyway, um, my grandma. So my grandma Margaret is my last surviving grandparent, and she, again, is my dad's mom. She has seven kids. Uh, She's truly 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 insane and i would not have her any other way she is from i believe mississippi like my grandfather was from tennessee and then they had the three boys in arkansas or something i don't know but anyway something they met something in arkansas and my grandmother has just the deepest south accent like i have grown up with hearing this accent my whole life oh honey how are you doing today i haven't seen you in a long time i don't know what a consonant is except for the beginning of a word my dad (laughs) one time my dad was able to convince my uncle that he was his mom because my grandmother always answers the phone in this exact same way she always goes Mm, hello it's the mm, hello yeah h m m yeah 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 hello and and then she, she my dad was a little bit too sweet i think sometimes he he talked he talked about grandma my grandma had this kind of voice where it's almost like Rue McClanahan, but like not quite no my grandmother got a drawl and in I, when I was in college, my professor, we were having to learn three types of Southern accents. We were having to learn Deep South. We were having to learn the Virginia upper class, Rue McClanahan South, and then Texas South. And I don't remember what. We had to do a monologue in in a Southern voice. And let's just, for sake of my memory, just say I had to do, like, to be or not to be. And so I was like, mm, to be or not to be? That is the question. Oh, uh, whether he's nobler in the mind to have suffered slings and arrows. And my professor was sitting there, like, looking at me. And he goes, how do you know this accent so well? Aren't you from Wisconsin? And I was like, yeah, my grandma's from Mississippi. And he was like, oh, 
I would love to hear her talk because that seems really extreme. And I was like, okay. Did he call her? Or did you call her? I in called class? my grandma. Not yes. in class. I went to his office and I was like, I was like, you want me to call my grandma? And he was like, yeah, yes, yeah. He was this very, you know, kind of hoity toity guy. He's like, yes, yes, I do want you to call your grandma. And I was like, okay. And I was like, hi, grandma. And she was like, oh, baby. No. Actually, I have to say that again because I was like, because I blew up my mic. She was like, oh, my baby, what are you calling me for? You don't need to call me. You got your own life. And my grandma says <laughs> oh, this really grandma. great thing. She always does this really great thing where she goes, oh, you're mine. You're one of mine. And I don't actually she know what that means. So cute. I don't know what. She's not cute. She's like 5'10". She's huge. My grandma is giant. She's always been this giantess woman. Even like just, just, she just has a huge energy and aura and I, I absolutely adore her. <laughs> no, my grandma loves me. My grandma, I don't, I really genuinely don't know what she means when she says, oh, you're mine. You're one of mine. But I, I'm just going to take it as I'm one of her favorites and there's way too many of us. So uh, I'm going to just run with that. And yeah, if you, any of my cousins are listening, haha, I've got one thing over y'all. And she never even saw me, because I lived in a different state, and all y'all lived together, and you'd, you'd see each other all the time, and you have cookouts, and you celebrate all those little holidays together, and I'd be up in Wisconsin going, yee-hee, I'm here. I'm a part of things. So if anyone ever wonders why I do the southern accent, there's no reason. It's just because I absolutely adore my grandma. And, and you know it insane. so well, so it's probably really easy for you to just... <laughs> my grandma... The accent. I do, yeah. My grandma... My grandma said one of the funniest things, and it's something that we've carried with us because it's so funny, and it's actually a real saying as well. We were visiting her for something, and there were a group of us, but my sister wasn't there. My sister, I think she was in, I, I don't remember if she was working for the Smithsonian or something, but she she wasn't there, but she was doing something sciencey and environmental, and my grandma goes, oh, she must be happier than a dead pig in the sunshine. And my dad oh, just looked at her and goes, "Yes, that's a real phrase." And my dad just a dead looked at her and went, "In the sunshine, mom, what are you saying?" She's like, "You know how a pig? It's always dead and it's got that smile on sunshine." And she was like, and "My dad was just like, what? How can a dead pig be happy?" And she's like, "Oh, you know." And she was like, really trying to justify it. I had to say that way clearer than she actually said it because she actually said, "Oh, she must be happier than a dead pig in the sunshine." I'm also thinking my grandma. My my grandma also has a super low voice. She's and she's got a super low voice, and she talks really slowly. Like she's got a drawl. It's not like a ah talk like this, but she's she's she doesn't speak like me. Like where I speak faster than my brain because I'm insane in a different way. Uh, but she oh, me hello oh. Oh, man. I'm trying to think of something she would say. Oh, oh you, she must be happier than a dead pig in the sunshine. I can't. She's got a, my grandma's got a really low voice. And part of it is because oh. she smoked for a while and then she just quit cold turkey, which good for her. Good but, for her, yeah. Well, oh, she, we need to get your grandma on the podcast so everyone can I hear her voice. I wish. I love her, her so in. much. I need to call her, actually. I keep forgetting because I've been so slow hey, with work, but I adore her. Hey, Grandma, her. you ever heard of, heard of DCOMs? <laughs> Come be on the podcast. You know, she probably has. She had, you know, 15-something more than that grandkids on, you know, just the one side. So she probably watched an absolute boatload of these movies. Like, probably. She, I, I probably watched Luck of the Irish at her house at some point. 
Probably. You've probably watched Luck of the Irish at so many different places. I've watched Luck of the Irish in every household in in America. (laughs) Like, what a dream. Um, Yeah, but that's my grandma. I, like I said, I adore her. I had my, my, my grandparents on my mom's side. My mom's from Massachusetts and Rhode Island. Like, my, her, her mom's from Rhode Island. So I also grew up with the Rhode Island accent and the Boston accent where everything's up in your face and there's no eyes and you drive your car to the yard at Harvard, and you parked there, and you eat a carrot, and an orange, and they're both the same color, and you don't know what to do about it. So, yeah, I have been surrounded by accents. I was talking, I was talking to my boss about this. I've realized that I have lived in every major city in America. I've lived in Chicago and New York and LA, the like, three major cities. Yeah. But I also grew up in the Midwest, would travel to Boston all the time because that's where my grandparents were. I had a southern grandma on the other side, but I didn't go to the West Coast until 2012. And I've lived in London and I've lived in Japan. I've never been to South America and I've never been to Africa. And I've never been to Australia. So, um, but there's someday, plenty of time for that. Someday. Add it to the list. Yeah. Add it yeah. to the list. Yeah. Uh, You've got I'm, lots of experience with different places and different accents. My I'm whole so family's badly. from Wisconsin, so that's the accent I know, and I've only ever lived in one other place, which is also in the Midwest. Corn. So I'm, uh, corn. I, I know the Midwest accents. Lots of corn. Oh, yeah. Well, you gotta know the Midwest accent. If you don't know the Midwest accent after living there for so long, then what are you gonna do? So I, I actually, <laughs> when I was working at Red Robin... The year after I graduated college, I realized that I got better tips if I slipped into it. Wisconsin accent. Really? Which I don't have. So I'd go, hi guys, say, how we are we doing really today? Have those Wisconsin no. accents. No, I'd go, hi guys, hi guys, how are we doing today? Can I get you a soda or a Coke? Oh, no, unfortunately we were out of that. But um, if you want, I can get you some cheese curds. So it's like just just enough. It's oh not quite gosh, as like Minnesota. Great. It's not like quite as like Fargo, North Dakota. But it's like it's the soda and a, and a Coke and you know just a little bit of like no yep, the O's the O's. You got a little bit of the O's, a little bit of the milk, a little bit of the eyes to the, the is, bag like, bag bagel. Um, the one the one accent thing I have that I ever got made fun of actually is not a Wisconsin thing. It's something I got from my mom, which is a. I believe a Massachusetts thing because I had a couple other friends from Massachusetts who did the same thing, except even more extreme. I don't say room. I say room. Hmm. Room. 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 And I was made fun of so much by my friends in college. They go, you're going to go to your room? You're going to go to your room? And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go to my room. I'm going to go drink rum in my room. I'm going to go drink. I'm <laughs> yes. going to go to my room. Like, And they were like, oh, my God. I'm like, it's just the same vowel as book. Room. Book. Like, and they did not, but my friend, my friend from Massachusetts, she said rom. Like, she's like, I'm going to go to my rom. Oh. That was extreme, but I was like, I don't do that. So I, I I was like, I have to say room. I'm going to go to my room. I'm going to go to my room. And I hated it. And finally, but I was like, when I was like a junior in college and I was like, I don't care what anyone thinks anymore. I was like, "Eh, I'm going to go to my room. And they're like, oh, you say rom again. I'm like, yeah, and I don't give a crap. I don't care. You all say coffee. you you realize you do have a little bit of a Wisconsin accent when you move further. Like, even in Nebraska, people are like, you have a Wisconsin accent. I'm like, no, I really don't. Apparently but... people in Nebraska are from California, Sarah. Yeah, well, I got made fun of Surfing for saying, those yellow waves of corn. 
Uh, and my O's sometimes. You've you've got just the, like, undercurrent of a Wisconsin accent. Because you've got the as and you've got a little bit of the O's. But you don't have the I's to the as and you don't have a... I have a couple friends who, like, have the is to the as. Like, I know a couple people who say milk. Oh, yeah. And Palo. No, it drove me crazy. <sighs> I... But yeah, I the first time I went out to Nebraska, I went to a store and they asked me if I wanted a sack when I was leaving. And I'm like, do I want a what? And they're like, a sack. I'm like, oh, a bag. <laughs> and they're like, bag. Yeah, a sack. <laughs> I've been rewatching. So then I got made fun of for the way I said bag, and I'm like, you guys say sack. That's weird. <laughs> it just reminds me of the community when they make fun of Britta for saying bagel. Bagel. Um, anyway, back to cloud nine. I, I do have no ta- idea what we're talking about. I to don't know. Transition to grandmas? No. Grandma, grandma's cool. But yeah, anyway, back to my, back, off of cloud nine again, but I don't actually know why I speak in all these accents. It's probably a weird coping me- mechanism in a lot of ways because I, I, yeah. I used to talk to myself a lot when I was a kid. So I probably just made it, made myself pretend that I, uh, am not talking to myself by having these different accents, but all of my accents are definitely different parts of my personality like if i'm ever selling something i get this really like i i feel like i'm like a a construction worker like project manager and i'm like okay so you need to build a helicopter but all you got is some toilet paper rolls and a pair of scissors what are you gonna do you're gonna cut them toilet paper rolls and you're gonna make a propeller and then you're gonna cut off your pinky toe because who needs and you're gonna stick it and that's your pilot now and that's what you're gonna do you're gonna do you see me you're looking here you're looking here you look at me look at me right now yeah that's what I do. So there's like a there's like a Jackbox game where I do that. But then there's like a when I when I'm like people are being dumb, I do that. But like a it's like the real like the why are you doing this? Like what do you want from what what do you want from me? Why is this happening? I say why is this happening all the time. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure a therapist would probably tell you it's a some sort of coping mechanism. Yes. Oh, probably. I have an initial therapy appointment finally next Wednesday. So, um, maybe I will ask my therapist, be like, hi, so sometimes when I'm, uh, feeling, maybe, like, things aren't going exactly how I'd like them to, I slip into these weird accents, and sometimes I don't really know why, but there are, there there are definitely different parts of my personality. Do you think, do you think there's anything wrong with that? Do you think it's a, it's, you know, coping mechanism of some, of some kind. Because uh, I'm fine with it. I kind of like it. I'm sure everyone else hates it. But no, uh, who cares? We all enjoy it. I've also gotten really shouldery. Like, I use my shoulders all you the time. You do use your shoulders yeah, yeah, yeah. and your hands a lot. Well, yeah, I've, always, I've always used my hands. I've always been a really gesticulatory person. But my shoulders Ooh. are a new thing. Vocabulary on point today. I don't even know if gesticulatory is a word. <laughs> Gesticulate's a word. But gesticulatory is now a word. It is. Anyway, cloud nine. Uh, let's talk about the moral. Because yeah, because this is another one that's very obvious, just this like the is, last one. Oh, this one's more obvious, though. I didn't think it could get more obvious Can than I Radio Rebel when they obvious. said it within the first four minutes. Um. Okay, so it's not it's not that much more obvious, but it's like once they hit a point where they 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 knew they showed them their hand with this moral, then it was like every five minutes. Yeah, every time she'd go to prove a point, it would be this. She said it to herself all the time. I don't know if we want to do it the same, at the same time again. <laughs> all right, ready? Yep. Three, two, one. Nothing's, Nothing's impossible. impossible. <laughs> I'm 
I'm really curious to see how these sync up. Nothing it's going to be impossible. like how we tried to record the opening of this podcast, and we just could not get it. Hi, I'm Kira, and I'm Sarah. <laughs> yeah. Why do we do that? Why don't we just talk in a normal rate? I don't know, but nothing's impossible. That is the moral. I don't even. There's no other moral in this movie. No, like it's the not only even other, like I, what else did I even write down? Be proud I, of your kids. Yeah. That's a moral that they try don't, to teach in this don't, one. Money can't buy happiness. There, sure. Um, uh, I, Nick says, "Once an epic failure, always an epic failure." <laughs> and I like that one. The true moral. Yes. What did I write? I wrote something down for this movie, and I think it's nothing is impossible because the first time I was like, "Oh, that's that's not so bad," and then they just wouldn't stop saying it. Uh, yeah, I wrote down, "Nothing's impossible. Believe in yourself." Ah, right. There was a quote that was, "It's not whether I believe in you." It's if you believe in yourself. I have that same one written down. Yep. Yeah, but it's um, it's 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 nothing is impossible. There's no yeah, definitely. There's, it's nothing's impossible. Like it's it's there's nothing else. Uh, uh, mm, ranking this. I'm hmm. looking at Radio Rebel that we just watched because because it's also a very obvious one. Yeah. But how does it execute it in comparison? I don't think I ever got what your test of time ranking was. I, I was see that. Saying. It's blank. Yeah. Um, what Did you give the same as me or did you give... Because I was listening to it and I was like waiting for you to say it and I was like, I don't think she ever says it. Uh, I feel like I might have done a 225. But I could be thinking of it wrong. What else do I have at a two two five? I mean, I know you gave the other one a five two five, so it just, it just makes sense. Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. I mean, yeah, you can just put it at a two two five for now, and we'll see. Uh, I'll I'll take the blame. Uh, yeah. Do I have anything? Do I have anything at a five five? For moral, because I'm probably just gonna give this a five. No, I don't. Wait, yes, I do. Upside down magic. Uh, this is better than upside down magic. Maybe. I don't think I have a five seven five. I, have I was five, just about to say double teamed, so I think I'm gonna do a five. I am seven, also five. going to do a five seven five because wow. I think this is just a smidge better than upside down magic in regards to moral. Because it's not. The upside down magic moral feels really shoehorned in, and this one at least was like, "Oh, okay, this has been here the whole time." Okay, this thing that we thought was impossible is not impossible. Okay, whatever you say, <laughs> Disney. Yeah, I must say whatever you say, Disney Daddy. Oh my god, why? Because my brain is mush. <laughs> I still I keep forgetting to look up who directed and wrote this movie. I told myself I was gonna do it before this, and uh, <laughs> now we're doing it in real time. Guess who forgot me? Cloud Nine. Who directed this movie? I'm sure it's someone who's directed other things. Paul Hohen. I know that name. He's directed Zombies. Zombies Two. Uh, Zombies 3. A bunch of Disney Channel shows, Stuck in the Middle, and Lab Rats, and Live and Maddie, and Raven's Home, and Andy Mac, 
Oh, he did Invisible Sister. I never would have guessed. How to build a better how to build a better boy. How to, how to build, build a better boy. How to build a better boy. Let it shine. The mistletones. Camp Rock Two. Dad napped. No, dad napped. This is uh, better than dad napped. God, Cheetah Girls One World. Oh, he directed Jump In. Read it and weep. Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off. Yeah, he's like one of the big... You wish. God, what a weird train wreck. What a weird train wreck of... <laughs> of movies that he's of done. Of movies. Like, what? Just... Except Jump In. Jump In, I no, like... Well, there no, were some weird No, there are there's, there's some things. good ones, like You Wish and Jump In and... Yeah, but Freedom. if you think... There were some weird director things in Jump In as well. Oh, there were. The Spin? So fast. Mm-hmm. Too Fast, Too Furious. Hi, who wrote this? Justin Ware... Where is Justin? Uh, what else have you done as a writer? Not a lot. Cloud Nine. Something called Helden. The Pool Boys. Blood Sucking Bastards, which is not rated. Woo. Wow. You don't say. So, uh, good writing. Definitely top tier. Dialogue was supernatural. <laughs> <laughs> spooky? It was so spooky. Supernatural? Supernatural. I didn't look at the trivia for this movie. Uh, trivia, where are you? What do you want? Wait, no, okay, seriously, where's the trivia? Trivia. Last decom to use the original logo. Huh. Hmm. Some of these are not trivia. Some of these are just in the movie, like how her friend doesn't talk. She just communicates through text. Yeah. Sean White and Ashley Tisdale are known as executive producers for the movie. Huh. The song would, One Girl Revolution. Ashley Tisdale I don't know. this movie. Apparently Sean White appeared in this movie. Did not see that. Is he a stunt double? He must have been. Uh, the song One Girl Revolution heard during the fire and ice competition is the same song used during the final drill team competition in DCOM movie... Disney Channel original movie movie Cadet Kelly. Wait, really? Yeah. Did not I get mean, down to that. As far as I know, I don't... It's a song. I feel like you would have remembered the last song from Cadet Kelly. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that their ribbon dancing one? It sure is, but is my brain mush, Sarah? <laughs> have we forgotten my brain is mashed potatoes? Eighty year old, <laughs> your wrinkled raisin brain. All you need is some gravy. Pour it on me. Eat me like a Thanksgiving dinner. I'm turkey. Check me. I'm done. Uh. Oh my god. <laughs> we definitely need to record after work for you all the time. I don't need sleep. Um, because I definitely go to sleep at seven fifty-five. I would. I did once. A couple weeks ago, <laughs> I I did once. <laughs> I had a sleep once. I was so tired. I I I was just like, I'm gonna go lie in bed, and it was like eight o'clock, and then I just passed out. Uh, yeah. Test of time. It's fine. Uh, the effects were terrible. The oh, yeah, there's a lot of really bad green screen. <laughs> oh, when she went through the billboard, <laughs> we <laughs> we were cracking up. Her scream when she went through the billboard was also really funny. Yeah. And then the avalanche scene was also hilarious. Oh, yeah. All the green screen they did. It was so oh, bad. It was really funny. Oh, I for that avalanche scene. I forgot that about that scene that made no sense. Yeah. 
Those were giving me Minutemen vibes, the, the terrible effects. Or oh, this a movie, Sweet Life movie. I wish, I wish this movie had just been just, just so much, not so much, but just a nudge worse so that it could have been yeah. a super F. It was like yeah, after on that its billboard way. scene, we're like, is it gonna be an F, please? Oh, and then it wasn't bad enough. Um, so I'm thinking about matching this up to like Invisible Sister and like how it compares to that, where it's like those effects were not great. They're better than this. I've Invisible Sister at a 6.5, and Adventures in Babysitting at a 5, and then I have... Where's the Sweet Life movie? I have a Sweet Life movie also at a 5. Which is crazy yeah. that I have those two I'm still movies. looking at Minutemen and Sweet Life. I have Minutemen at a 4 Where and Sweet Life at a 4.5, but I feel like this is just like slightly better than those, so maybe I'll do a 4.75. I'm going to do a 5.25, because I do think that... I mean... I think, I don't know, remember any of the effects with Adventures in Babysitting. I know we mostly rated Adventures in Babysitting test of time because it was a pretty much like a sister movie to the I mean, original. Right, exactly. Which is is fine, but I do think that it's slightly better than the Sweet Life movie because those yeah. effects were awful. Mm-hmm. I mean, these effects were awful. Awful. <laughs> but as a movie, it still held up slightly better, so. Yeah. And there wasn't, like, the Sweet Life movie... It was like, wow, we are definitely in 2011 or whatever. Wow, look at their hair. Yeah. Which, like, this one, it wasn't that bad. Like, they're, they're, Dove Cameron was wearing way too much makeup. Yeah, that was a lot. And it stayed on perfectly when she was in the pool. And, in, and when she was, like, taking off her helmet from snowboarding, it's like, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it is weird. Not sure why they decided on that. But yeah, there were some other weird scenes, too. Like, those... F- that snowboarding scene where there were just flashes of color. Oh, yeah. I don't know. It was like a freeze frame, and then they'd have, like, weird colors. It was very That trippy. took the place. Yeah, I don't know what they were trying to do with that. I don't know. Also, everyone did cab sevens in the, in the competition. Like, <laughs> like Ethan was narrating it at the end. She's like, another cab seven. She goes in, and she's going for another cab seven. Followed by a cab seven number two. Yeah, it was so many Cab 7s. I don't even know what Cab 7 is, but there are too many of them. It's kind of like motocross where we're just like, we don't know any of the terms, but sure. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah, so 5 to 5 for me. 4, 7, 5 from 0. Test yes. of time. You make sure I actually say my number this time instead of just thinking it and assuming that you're going to figure it out. I, you know what? You probably said it and my brain just didn't want to go back and li- Didn't want to listen to you, Sarah. Well, fine. Don't listen to me. Don't listen to me. Oh, God. Uh, I. Mm, what are my D pluses? I've got Adventures in Babysitting, which this is better than. I've got Up, Up, and Away. And then what are my C minuses? Do I have any? I have. Now you see it as a C minus. And then I have Kim Possible as a C minus. Why do I have Kim Possible as a C minus? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Uh, it's gotta be the lowest C minus. Probably, I'm probably gonna change that. I think I know that was a last year movie, but like, mm-mm, that's too high. Uh, maybe I'll just give I'll just give it the lowest C minus. I don't care. Uh, I. Uh, it's better than Adventures in Babysitting. It's better than Up and Then Away. I think. I feel like it's a, like 
the same level as like up up in a wave i don't know yeah. i also have sweet life at a c and then i have adventures in babysitting also at a c minus it's kind of hard to place this one you were so much nicer I have invisible sister at a c plus uh i think i'm gonna give this a c minus how do i have the Sweet Life movie. Do I have a Sweet Life movie as a C? Why am I so nice to the down, Sweet Life I was going to say, Upside Down Magic, I have it a C. Upside Down Magic got better and was, like, kind of fun. I would watch Upside Down Magic before I watched this, I think. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know if I want to do, like, a high C minus. Uh, I'm just going to do a mid C minus. What are the ranges for? Oh, wait, I've got the page. Uh... 35 to 40. I'm going to do a 55. We're going to do a 55. 55. 55. I'm going to do a, a C plus? A, 30, a 38. <laughs> I was looking at the wrong thing. I'm going to do a 38. Okay. I'm do a 38. I can't I'm see. Do... I'm blind. I don't know. I'm going to do a 42 for now. Okay. That's what I have Kim Possible at, too. We are so yeah. nice to Kim Possible. Yeah. Okay. So I know that we said. I know that we said at, in our last season wrap that we're not going to touch the movies from last time. But here's the thing. We have to touch we, them. Because, we do have to. Because, There's a lot because, that are wrong. Because the numbers are wrong. We've got to adjust them. And so if they just happen to change ranks, then they happen to change ranks. And then after this, we won't touch them. Not Maybe. a lot of them are going to change. But like the Sweet Life movie is not a C movie. And yeah, Kim Possible to, is not a C minus movie. I, I do eventually want to stop touching them because I feel like I forget a lot of things and then I'm like, oh, right. yeah, that's why I did it this way. Right. So I don't no, I agree. I agree. But I I also want to take my like lasting feelings and put it in there a little bit. Yeah. Like I I all fair. I think after we're done with season two, then we'll have like a really good range. Because even after se- season one, we were like, oh, I don't know. We kind of know a range. We've kind of seen some movies like blah, blah, blah. But now I'm like, okay, now we really know what we like and what we don't like and what fits in which category. Yeah. Like, this is definitely, not definitely, but like, this is probably a D plus and this is probably a B minus. Like, but yeah, I don't, I don't want to keep futzing with them. But when I look at one and I go, that's wrong. That's too generous. Especially with how bad. Here's the thing about the Kim Possible one that bothers me. And the Sweet Life one. Those effects are terrible. Especially the Kim Possible effects. Like, those effects are distractingly awful. And the fact that I I gave it a C- and not a D plus is... I gave it, like, a whole, you know, letter grade. Not letter grade, but, like, a letter step higher than... Mm -hmm. Adventures in Babysitting, which is also awful. I think it's because of that that I gave it a C minus because I didn't want to give it the same as as Adventures in Babysitting. But now I don't care. As I say, we used to be so conscious about we can't give the same ranks like two weeks in a row, and now we have what, now three we don't D's care. in a row. We don't yeah. care. Which I mean, I'm still waffling on this one being a C minus or D plus. But I D movies for me are movies that really bug me. Mm-hmm. And this one didn't really bug me. Because, like, Up, Up, and Away really bugged me because, like, the moral was so in your face, but also, like, really sad and 
it made me like think about that kid's future and it's like cool he's just gonna be like a businessman while his freaking family is off fighting crime and feeling like a loser he's gonna drink himself to death like that's bugged me i still i like my feeling is that i want to switch i want to switch up up and away and kim possible so that up up and away is a c minus and kim possible is a d plus Mm-hmm. I feel like that I would do, make more sense. It yeah. does make more sense. Like I'm just, I'm just thinking about it in my gut feelings. Like I don't, I don't want to change pretty much any of the other ones except for those three. Like if I'm looking at, let me look at the list, see if there's anything else I want to change because I'm nosy in my own rankings. Because like Yucky Dog, definitely a D. I love you, Minutemen. I love you, Super F movie. <laughs> God, just like looking through it, there's really nothing else that I'm. It's from season one that I'm like, no, this needs to change. Everything else I feel fine about. Yeah. The only thing I'm really worried about with mine are my ranges are so all over the place. Right. That's what I'm really going to have to work on in my season one. Yeah. And probably season two, the beginning of it. Yeah. But it'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. We'll, we'll be, we'll be fine. Oh, God. Ugh. Next week is zapped. Oh, <laughs> boys will be boys, but, but better. better. Ugh. I really hope it's just terrible. I hope it's an F. Honestly, I don't want a good movie. I know it's not going to be a good movie. I can wait yeah. till Descendants are a good movie. I want a super F. Give me the garbage. Yes. Give, and I think give we decided me we're the making garbage. it a drinking game week, right? So. <laughs> Depends on Already when we decided. <laughs> when we watch it, because I don't want to drink during the week. Uh, I. <laughs> I'm so tired of these terrible movies. And yes, I know we brought it on ourselves because we're doing this, but this is why we didn't want to do it chronologically. Like this is the whole reason that we were like, "Hey, let's do a different order from, from alphabetical or whatever." Because like alphabetical would have been kind of fun, but also kind of crap. But this way, we're really, we know we're getting, like, a mix of years. because Right, we know... it's still chronological, but it's not like all of them are chronological. Yes. And because there's so, many less, there's so many less new ones, at some point we're just going to run out of new ones, and it's going to be there's great. Like ten movies that came out in 1999, then ten more in 2000. Yeah. yeah. There's so many more old ones. We're so close Which I think is the good. Irish. We're so close. I thought your mic season. went out. <laughs> I just no. saw you whispering. I'm like, oh, no, crap. <laughs> no, we're so close. So the movie that the, so for the next, I know I'm like jumping the gun, but we only have. It's because three of our next movies, of our five next movies, are Descendants movies. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm looking forward to them, but it's kind of like, hey, they're the same movie. Time to move on. So. The first movie of season three that we are watching is a 1999 movie because there are no more 1998 movies. And that's my birthday week episode. Uh huh. And it's Smart House. Oh, you're going to have such a better birthday week episode than <laughs> me. I'm so jealous. <laughs> so we're having the freaking Ryan Merriman season next season because he's also in Luck of the Irish. I had such a crush on him as a kid. Man, what a time. What a time. Uh, and then he was in an episode of Smallville where he plays a like a street racer that dies. Spoilers. 
<laughs> in case you haven't Spoilers, watched all he dies. Smallville yet. Uh, I've been contemplating. <laughs> I've been contemplating just putting Smallville on in the background while I'm doing work so I can just have uh, garbage playing because it's good Are garbage. you done with Degrassi? I don't think I can go any farther in Degrassi. Uh, I, it's how, not where, fun Which anymore. part are you in right now? Exactly where I stopped watching as a kid. Exactly where I stopped watching. So right when, like right after the original seventh graders graduate high school and then you see them in college, I'm like, I don't care about these new kids. I don't care. JT's dead. Everyone sucks. Everyone I like is gone. I hate it. I feel really bad because I want to keep watching it so I can, you know, trash talk it with Ethan's friend Wes, but... I just can't. I also can't. uh, Because it's stuff I've never seen before, it's not really stuff that I can watch in the background. And I do not want to just sit and watch Degrassi. Yeah. That that makes sense. Yeah. So, but I've seen Smallville enough times that I can just put it on the background and listen to it and go, I know what's happening in this scene because I used to watch this all the time with my dad. Yeah. I should watch that too. I, I think I watched the first couple seasons and then I just... There's I, so, thought, I, I, st- I stopped watching a bunch of shows when I went to college, so I had been watching those right before I went to college. I know. We watched and then someone I just, when we were in college. I didn't have time anymore, so. Yeah. I, oh, it's such trash. It's just superhero soap opera. But it's fun. It's mm-hmm. so bad. Like, it's so bad. Like, I'm not saying, if anyone's like, why do you like that show? I'm like, it's not good. Like, don't, don't ever look at me and say that I think that show is good, because I don't. I do not. But I love it. But sometimes you just need shows where you, you gotta don't love, think and you can just, just You gotta chill love and... garbage. Garbage is so good. Just mm, yummy tasty So garbage. good for Kira's last 80-year-old brain cell. Mm. I've never known another brain cell. <laughs> anyway, uh, decom mission for the week. Ghost homework. Uh Oh, God. Nothing's impossible. Eat an impossible burger. Ooh, that's a good one. I think I've had, I can't remember if I've had Beyond or if I've had the impossible burger. But so I, I love, I'm team Beyond. I really like Beyond burgers. I think they're less dry than impossible burgers. I do really like impossible burgers. But Ethan and I make it, Ethan and I, Ethan makes burgers once a week. Every Thursday night is our burger night. And he's really, he's got really good at it. I love That's I love awesome. Beyond Burgers. I should do a I want to do a taste test. Beyond Burgers and Impossible Burgers. There's a couple See, the other brands the, now. They what? There's a couple other brands now too. Oh, are there? Yeah, mm-hmm. but those two are still the big ones. The other thing is that Beyond Burgers are more readily available in like supermarkets cuz like Target sells Beyond Burgers, but I don't think they sell Impossible Burgers. Gotcha. I should look at the the grocery store because we there aren't a lot of restaurants around here that sell those options. That's sure ain't probably way more in California. Heck yeah! So we live in uh, on a corner that has uh, food trucks every so often, which is really cool. So there's this one that we got that was called uh, shout out. It's called Mexibachi. It's very good, and mm-hmm. I got like queso lobster fries. Oh, very good. Very tasty. A dangerous food cart. It's a very good part. food truck. I We'll definitely be ordering from them again. Because they also give you so much food. Because we're like, oh, it's kind of expensive. Oh, it's so much food. So good. So tasty. 
Mm, food. I did not eat dinner yet. In case you All right. Know. Well, Kira has to go eat dinner, so we're going to wrap it must, up. I must go eat dinner. You must go eat Impossible or Beyond the Burgers. And uh, next week we see you for um, a Zept. Here's hoping bad movie. Yay. No, here's hoping super bad movie. Not super bad, bad movie. F. We want an F. We know, yes. we know one bad movie. We want, we want so bad a good movie. <laughs> we. I give uh, her a ha and a hi-ya. And then I kick her, sir. I'm tired. <laughs> She's tired and hungry. She's tired. Oh, man. I just quoted two movies in the span of like 30 seconds. If you can name those movies, send us a message and you could win a prize. That prize is it's me shouting you out. Oh my god, I wish. It's me shouting you out in the next episode. Congratulations, you've 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 won. Congratulations, you've won. Oh well thank you, Kira, for entertaining everyone, including me, in this episode. Oh, I do I not usually entertain people? Should I stop <laughs> making this podcast because I don't entertain people? Thanks for entertaining us for Even once, Even more Kira. entertaining with your voices. I'm the worst. Oh, man. It Yay. just makes everything so much more fun when you have fun voices. So Yay. I do it the thing. We. We. All right, everyone. See you okay. in the next one. Bye. Bye.